Hey there, and welcome to the daily podcast where wisdom smacks us with kisses or love taps. I'm Michelle Spiva, a wisdom strengthening coach, your host, and practical priestess of wisdom. Join us daily to gain wisdom and mental strength as we tackle innovative thinking, address emotional and behavioral life traps, and yes, provide you with some practical how-tos to wrap it all up. So settle in or crank up the speed 2x, whatever gets your mental processes firing as we dive in. Stay tuned. Yes, it's come on, come on, it's right through here. And what is this room? Oh, this is our trophy room. You have an actual trophy room? Yes. Doesn't everybody? Hey, this is Michelle Spiva, your practical pieces of wisdom, and I want to welcome you to today's podcast of Wisdom Smack. Mwah. So you know how we do around here, stick with me on the flip, as we get to talking about remember your victory, or as I like to call it, Ribbons, badges, medals, and points. Oh, yes. I'll see you on the flip. All right. So we're going to be talking about remembering your victory and why it's important. And I have a little subtitle for it uh, where we're talking about ribbons, badges, medals, and points. So in the A part, I talked about a time when I was in high school. And I had made a fast friend. And then she invited me over for something. Um, I, don't, I don't know. I can't remember. The details are fuzzy. But I remember the mom taking us through their home, which was very large. Mansion almost. <laughs> and we went through a room. And it was decorated to the hilt with all of these different, you guessed it, trophies and stuff. And... Uh, the family was a military family, but they also had four kids and all of them were very active in sports and all of this. And so she proudly announced that this was their trophy room. And she really did say, doesn't everybody have a trophy room? And I was like, uh, no. But it helped me to get a different angle on how people look at their lives and what they do. And it, I didn't get this fully formed at that time, but the impression was strong enough for me to make note that it is good to remember your victories because they stand as an attest, a testament and a monument to the best of what you can do. And to remind us when we fall short that if you've done this, then surely you can do it, it again or even better. And it stuck with me. I went on um, to learn how to do that myself. I remember first starting um, my career as a, a young person in corporate America and building out a brag book, B-R-A-G, brag book. And whenever anybody would send me a, a complimentary email or uh, give me a card or flowers or anything like that, I'd press them and you press the flowers, keep the cards and keep it in a uh, protected binder, honey. Okay. So, you know, plastic around it so it wouldn't get messed up. And there were many times when I would go back and I would open this, this plastic covered binder and just look through it to remind myself 
that all is not lost, that you are not hated, that you are a good person, that you do good things. And if you've done them before, you'll do them again. And not only that, that you've had successes, you've had wins and you will have them again. And it would take some time for me to realize that when we are going through just the natural cycles of life, and I've talked about cycling, and we're at that down part where the inertia is gone and it's going to take a lot of effort to get going on the upside, you know, to gain the momentum to do it. It helps that you can remember to remember your victories. Now, let's talk about this word, remember, because I've talked about it before, but I think it bears witness to talk about it again here. So when we talk about remember, we know re is again. And member means components or parts. And so when we are remembering, what we are doing is we are putting together who we are and assembling ourselves again. Now, there is a great study in the scientific world that now proves that every time we draw on a memory, we change something about it. We're, you see, we are so creative in our powerful ways that every time we pull back, reach back to go back in memory, we change, edit, self-direct, whatever you want to call it, append, (laughs) revision, (laughs) uh, a memory. And those badges, those honors, uh, the medals, the points, the titles, the status, the level ups, all of those help us to capture that emotion, that feat, and that moment in that encapsulated symbol of what we've done. Think about it. Pieces of paper that say that these particular people all agree that you have satisfied the requirements to get to a certain level, so much so that it is recognized by the governing body in their, in their state and by whatever association task with validating that. And then they put it on this important paper and then they put a seal on it that embosses the paper and it's signed and then they give it to you and you put it in this expensive plaque that you got to go and get Michaels to put together for you. Well, I'm sorry, you guys, I'm in, I'm in the U.S. and this might be sounding very regional. But what I'm going to say is, is when you get these diplomas and you have gone through blood, sweat and tears to get the diploma. And they finally give you the diploma and then you get it mounted and and done up right and you hang it in your office. And when people come in, you can see the oohs and the ahs. And what ends up happening is, is you gain this respect uh, from others for having accomplished that. But in those times when you don't feel like much of anything and you're sitting in your office and you're looking around and you can look up at the wall at the, at the different degrees and the things you're able to in that moment remember yourself for what you need to be at that moment and so it's important to take the time to understand this concept and understand that to remember our victories is not just so that we can have puffery and and feel mighty and uh, lord over people no To remember our victories is to be able to reset ourselves so that we can regain that magical spark within us that causes us to go forward, even knowing that it's going to be painful, that there might be great loss, and that there is a possibility that you won't succeed. 
But the fact that you succeeded in the past, when you can look at those ribbons, badges, medals, points, titles, and all of that other stuff, means that there's a probably a, a higher probability that you will do it in the future. And it becomes so important. And so I really want to thank that mom, and her name was Mrs. Pleasant. Christy Pleasant, that was your mom. <laughs> I don't know where Christy Pleasant is these days. But anyway, it was it was eye-opening for me because up until that point, I never had a concept that there could be a room full of trophies. And you could actually feel the, the static electricity in the air of how many times people had come in that room and gotten inspired or the admiration. It, the, the air was full of reputation, pride, honor, valor, and all those other things. I mean, there were folded up flags. There were, it, it was, it was amazing. And, and they had it lit to, you know, showcase things behind glass. I was like, wow, it was impressive. And I, and like I said before, at the time, I just came away with, I want a trophy room. And I was like, okay, if I can't have a trophy room, I'll get a brag book. And I started with a brag book. And going through those times when I felt down, it helped to be able to go back and remember myself, especially with the tangibleness of being able to look at a ribbon, a badge, a medal, a point, or something that says, you did this. Now, I will say this, that as we continue to grow, there are some things that just never change, just never change. And I say this to say that when I was growing up, um, there was, <laughs> there was not as much, everybody gets a participation award as, as there had become in recent past. But what I will say is that not getting the awards left a mark as well, because as much as I won, I lost even more. <laughs> and, and it became sweeter when I would win the badge or succeed or complete. And those things stuck out as well. You see, I remember um, having to explore all the the areas that you do when you're growing up to figure out what are you good at? I remember running and seeing if I could, you know, win at that, uh, playing different sports, playing uh, instrument, all of the different things that I was so blessed to be able to have in my education that it taught me to be appreciative for those who can do other things that I couldn't and that could get ribbons, badges, medals, points, titles, status levels, and all of that kind of stuff as well. Because it became a point of understanding that when you have this designator of distinction, it lets everyone know that you were able to do something that a lot of people either couldn't or wouldn't attempt to do. And there's a lot of uh, gravity in that. It's very grounding and it's it's very um, powerful because you can't outsource what it takes to get to certain levels. And when a person sees that ribbon or that badge or that medal, it's inherent in that singular symbol that this person has done a lot. Okay. So what let's move into the wisdom of remembering your victories and these badges and medals and points and all of that kind of stuff. Um, the other day I was talking to 
uh, my niece about uh, a curriculum that she's working on uh, for a project. And in that, we were talking and she was um, going through um, putting things together. And I was like, don't forget that, you know, you you want to gamify it and give them, you know, some kind of ribbons and points. And she was like, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm going to do that. And when we got through with the conversation, I went into one of my um, guest bedrooms and in there, I have some of the stuff that over the years, she and her siblings and my other nieces and nephews have given me um, in appreciation, whether it was a little painting, a little uh, doodad or something that they made in arts and crafts. And I can go in there and I can remember how proud they were, how it was a big deal for them to do the project or, or whatever. And they're all grown now and everything, but it still reminded me of how powerful it is that we are set up in however way you want to look at it, but we are set up to achieve, to grow, and to remember. The whole concept of uh, remembering your victories and the whole concept of of the badges and those types of things are so that we can have our own personal testaments and memorials. And the thing that I like about testaments and memorials, and there's wisdom here, you all, st- stick with me on this, is that when you have this testament, a testament is to proclaim to people who do not know or who might need to be reminded of what greatness has happened because a testament is not just about the person it is to edify build up strengthen not motivate but inspire others and so it is a proclamation now if we go and we look at the etymology of the word it comes from like the 1200s the first time it showed up and it it meant that um, it was a, a testament like a, of a last will in, in some regards. But then in others, it was to be a witness to what has happened. And so a testament is made for longevity and immortality, to bear witness, even when the parties have deceased, to be the will of the parties of what's happening. And so this quote unquote testament was set up to be your last will before you got out of here. But testament and testimony have now come to be more synonymous with proclamation of something good that has happened so that others will be able to um, grasp onto that and have belief and faith for themselves as well. And so uh, we look at these uh, testaments, if you will, as these ribbons, badges, and all of these things. Because when you see someone who is decorated, and we'll talk about decorated in a minute, but when you look at someone who is highly decorated, it instills a certain amount of awe and honor, respect, and um, gravity to this person's character and what they have done. Now, let's talk about that 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 whole word of decora- decorated. I pondered over that when I was putting the notes together for this a little while back. Why is it that we call a hero highly decorated when they have these testaments? Why is that? It's because 
when we talk about decorated, it comes back to the time. Now, I did a podcast uh, a while back called Check the Shoes, and I talked about how knights and and men of valor and heroes and champions had the best shoes. And it wasn't because they were trying to designate themselves as better than anyone else as much as it was they needed it for their duties and for their jobs and to be able to go and and do whatever it is they needed to do. They wore these high boots. They usually had protectors on top of the boots, steel toes and all of that kind of stuff. And it signified, it became synonymous with the fact that this was a, a person of bravery and honor and who was willing to fight for and defend the honor of his people, his village, his his seat, his um, liege and all of that. And when we go and we look at how that designator of being highly decorated has moved through the military class to still be something where you can look at someone's breast and you see all of the badges and the honors and the stripes and the and the ribbons and all of this and you see how their chest is out a little bit higher and there is scientific proof for the actual posture of of putting your rib cage up and your breast out that it immediately lifts your sense of self and gives you a boost of power to be more confident It stands to reason that we would talk about this whole idea of having um, these designators of being highly decorated. Now, we talked a little bit about the testimony side. I want to talk about the monument side now. So with the testimony, testimony, like I said, it can be considered your last will. It can be considered um, evidence and proof of your greatness, of, of what you did, but it can also, as a testimony, can be something to help inspire others because it talks of your great feats. And so we know that through, and I heard something really powerful the other day about uh, spoken word uh, testimonies of, of what has happened, whether it be in a lineage of, 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 a, of a family or in the oral histories of a people. and. What this person said about them was that the oral tradition is not about the story as much as it is about infusing the blood and the memory of these people. And when, and this is a professor of um, of these types of um, uh, uh, folklore and, and training. I, I wish I could remember his name off the top of my head. I can't. But what he said was powerful because it lent to the idea of a monument. And so when we look at a monument, a monument uh, becomes a place or an object that stands uh, ever before us. It is uh, usually um, a, um, a, a sculpture. Now, About 100 years after Testament testimony started making it seen, we started getting this word called monument. And at first it meant um, a sepulcher, like a grave, a tomb or something. So a monument used to be a a big tomb, but then it started to evolve and it started to become a meaning of to remind or bring to uh, recollection. the 
meaning of this person or this event. And so this monument, which went from being a tomb, then became a permanent billboard to remind people of something great going down, whether it was a noble person, a notable person, an action, a period, or an event. And that took about 300 years for it to evolve into that. And so from the 16th 16th century, which 1500s and on, it has tended to keep that same meaning. And so when we look at uh, remembering your victories, there are important things that we miss when we take that lightly. And that is that you're leaving a legacy And that legacy is not just for you and yours. That legacy is for the very um, propagation of the species. How many people can say that, oh, I uh, have, I I went to, to, see all of these different monuments, you know, wherever they are around the world, and they did nothing for me. Few and far between. It is something about having these people and these events and and these situations where there is a testament, there is a monument, and there is something tangible by way of the decoration of the ribbons, the badges, the medals, the points, and so forth, that imbues us with awe, with recollection of the great event, with respect, with honor, and with inspiration. That if they can do it, I can do it, or at least that should happen. And I I say that, you know, in my humble opinion, it should happen. So what I want to just as, you know, this this last part of talking about remembering your victory, let's let's bring it around, you know, to where it becomes really practical for you and for me. And to remember your victories does not mean that you have to go and win a great war or battle like the Ottoman Empire. I'm watching that, you know. in my off time, uh, you don't have to go and change history for 300 years. But what you do want to do is to get into the habit of taking the time to revisit your victories from the past. And while you're in the present, understand that it is a gift from your life to you that you're able to bask in that feeling. When I talk about uh, the badges and the the victories and the medals, it doesn't have to even be anything powerful. There, are, I, I mean, when I say powerful, I, I mean anything you know that is of great, uh, you know, um, import. You know, where you almost lost a life and a limb. Something as simple as opening up your phone and. And when I say opening up your phone, because that's what we mostly live with. And just looking at the badges that you've achieved, you know, if you have a, a fitness app or if you are a reader like me and you get these little incentives on the reading apps or uh, your listening, your audible apps, they're all over the place. And you should always pay attention to when big movements and big companies 
are, are onto something. It's not just about gamifying things. Oh, it goes well, well be, be, uh, beyond that. Because when we remember our victories, when we have a symbol of them in uh, ribbons, badges, medals, and points that we can look at, they grow stronger and they help us to grow stronger. They help us to be the person we need to be when the time comes to do what it is we need to do. And without it, you can easily lose yourself and and forget about the powerful powerful person that you are and understanding that when you have this ability to remember what you've done in the past or remember even how hard it was when you lost something in the past you can use both of these to strengthen yourself to move forward and i I'm so thankful to be able to have opportunity to go and look in my brag book, you know, or look at um, the degrees that I've gotten because I know how hard it was going through those and thinking I'd never make it. Or even, like I said, just opening up my uh, a phone app and saying, oh, I've read these many books in a year or I, I walked um, across Africa, you know, or, or something like that. Having those little things is important and it matters because it helps us to be better at who we are. It helps us to know that we are building a powerful testimony and that we can have a phenomenal monument. We and and I'm not trying to say, oh, do this so that when you die, you'll you'll die great. I'm not saying that. But what I am saying is, is that with the wisdom that we have, wisdom is always trying to show us and expand our borders of thinking to look at all the things around us and see that they matter and see how much they can help us and to help us to be better and to make life a little more enjoyable for ourselves and to be able to keep going, keep running, keep doing and keep exploring to be the best that we can be. And so when we say to remember your victory, it's not to just live in the basking of uh, uh, daydreaming. Like, you know, like when we talked about the other day, don't get lost in your dreams. No, it's not that. It's not even for the point of uh, feeling superior or, you know, feeling above anyone else. No, it's not even that. What it is, it is to help you understand that these designators of distinction that you have are a testament to you, to your world, to to people around you and people after you, that you did something that mattered. They are your resume of meaningfulness. They matter that you have depth, that you have fortitude, and that you have a, a stick-to-itiveness to do what it is that you set out to do or that would, or the task that was uh, tr- entrusted to you to accomplish. You did that. You have that honor, that bravery, that championness. Is that a word? <laughs> that ability to be a champion, <laughs> you have it. And so, you know, don't despise um, the little badges, the little victories that you get, because there there are times when you will, I'm trying, I'm, I'm try- trust and know, I'm trying to tell you, there are going to be times when you're like, does it even matter? What am I doing? Why am I here? And just by picking up and looking and saying, well, 
I was consistent enough to show up to do X, Y, or Z, or I got this designator, or I got honored by this this society, or somebody was watching me enough to nominate me for this or that. It, it matters. And as you can t- continue to remember these things, you stay grounded, you stay focused, and you stay excited and impassioned to keep living, keep doing. One of the biggest things, and I've talked about this book many times on this podcast, Outwitting the Devil by Napoleon Hill. And uh, he talks with this imaginary devil figure, and he talks about how Apathy, drift, um, a, a, a drifting, uh, not having a sense of purpose is what gets most of us in trouble. And that that's the devil's workshop. They even have that saying that an idle mind is the devil's workshop where we get up to no good and we get into self-destructive behaviors. And so instead of getting into apathy, instead of getting away from your North Star, that point that keeps you grounded and keeps you on the path that gets you um, to the point of that monument, <laughs> of that that testimony, we can take our time to remember what we have done in the past or remember what we came close to. And then we can say, I'm going to do it. I'm going to make it this time. Or if I've done that in the past, I can do it again. Heck, that's how I write every book (laughs) that I've ever written. I remind myself of the victories. I remind myself of the date I published. And, you know, when I hit a bestseller list or, you know, when I got a little designator badge, bestseller for it might only be a few hours or a day, but I got it. And those things matter because they do wonders for your psyche. They do wonders for your belief in yourself. And they do wonders for when it comes time to remind yourself when you're not necessarily looking the part or even feeling the part of a winner, of a person who gets stuff done. When you're able to sit there and go through and see all the stuff that you were able to do in the past, that is a powerful way to mitigate all that bad that you're facing, all that pressure that is bearing down on you, and all that hopelessness that's just waiting in the corner to pounce on you as soon as you have an opening that's unguarded. So do yourself a favor. And what I want you to do is if you don't have it somewhere, think about how Mrs. Pleasant made that trophy room for her family. And you have to walk through it to get to um, a, a, a room that everybody uses. And so it's kind of like a constant reminder of your greatness, of what you're capable of and what you can do and what you will do. It's kind of like a self-prophecy that you put yourself in. So gather up all your accolades. If you don't have any, go and find where you have someone sent you a nice email or someone said something nice to you. Or heck, if someone sent you a nice card in the mail uh, telling you how much they care about you, those are going to be victories as well. And they matter. They matter a lot. And by looking at these, revisiting them as often as needed, you do start to have a powerful testimony and you start building this monument, this legacy of power that you are a person who lived, who was here. And the great event is your life. 
So guess what? My time is up. I thank you guys. Oh my gosh, thank you so much. This has been Michelle Smivey, your Practical Priestess of Wisdom with another just heart-to-heart podcast of remembering your victories. Yes, ribbons, badges, medals, and points. And guess what, y'all? Don't forget to check out the show notes and like, share, subscribe. Send me a note if there's something you want me to talk about. And thank you for your support. And I'm going to see y'all tomorrow. Have a wonderful rest of your day, your evening, or whatever time it is for you when this reaches you. Bye. And that's going to do it for today's podcast of Wisdom Smack with Michelle Spiva. If you like this podcast, please help us get the word out. Like, comment, subscribe, and even share. And if you really like it, please help us continue to get the word out by considering using this show's link for Amazon. So when you want to go to Amazon and you do all of your general shopping, Uh, please use michellespiva.com forward slash AMZ. It's simple as that. It doesn't cost you anything extra. And this show might receive a little bit of commission that will go towards helping to further get these episodes out to you and to others. So thank you so much for listening. This has been Michelle Spiva with Wisdom Smack. Bye.